1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Wellness with Liz Earle. Now earlier this season I chatted all things lotions, potions and at-home skincare with my old TV presenter friend Ali Young, she of QVC fame. Now on the other end of the spectrum we are taking a deep dive into the cutting edge treatment that's softening scarring, healing rosacea, removing pigmentation and warding off general skin ageing. I'm talking about lasers. Now trust me, listener, they are far less scary than they sound. And mention the word laser to pretty much anyone in the beauty world. And the name of Debbie Thomas will almost certainly come up very high in the conversation. An experienced and highly trusted specialist in advanced skincare, Debbie has been at the forefront of laser technology for over 20 years. And I'm very delighted to welcome her now into my wellbeing studios to reveal some of the secrets of this high-tech, almost space-age skincare. Welcome, Debbie.
2: Thank you very much for having me, Liz. Well,
1: this is a huge treat to have you here because I know how busy you are. Your diary is crazy. It's rammed. It is a
2: little bit crazy (laughs) at the moment, but this is, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to having a chat with you.
1: Well, it's Mm. absolutely fascinating. You were put on my radar when a very good girlfriend, who I hadn't seen for a while um she and I were having lunch and I said you look great you know have you been away and she said no no I've just been you know doing my usual and I said you've you've done something haven't you you know you've you've been and you've got yourself injected or whatever and she said no 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 I I don't like all that and I said so what's going on and she said well have you heard of Debbie Thomas and I said no I said oh my goodness you haven't lived in the beauty world so she sent me to see you and You are remarkable because what you do with your lasers is just extraordinary. And it really opened up for me a whole area that I hadn't really thought about before of using light And this extreme version of light to treat so many interesting things. And it's not just about ageing, is it? It's about, you know, some quite serious skin issues.
2: It's about everything to do with skin health, skin quality, tone, texture. So anything that you look at your skin and you just think, oh, I'm not quite sure if I like that or I'd like that to be a little bit more pretty much. For most of it, there is a laser that can help with yeah. it.
1: Amazing. Well, we'll come into specifics and, and look at all those different skin issues that I touched on earlier and more. But what was your journey? How did you get into these gadgets? Oh, gosh, In a very,
2: very convoluted way, to be honest. I actually, um, when I did my initial training, which was 24 years ago now, Uh (laughs) um, I was pretty adamant that I was going to go into holistic therapies. I loved making people feel good. So even though I trained in all things beauty, I, I, I had my eyes set on reflexology, aromatherapy. I was doing some basic Reiki training and I was set to go down that route. And then I developed acne when I got to 20 and I didn't have it as a teenager. So it was a bit of a shock and I, I wasn't that bothered initially because I just thought, oh, you know, there's obviously something going on. It will clear up or whatever it was. And it didn't. And it actually got worse. And I was like, OK, I need to take this a bit more seriously. And... um at first, I try to tackle it myself as, as we do. We go to boots and we raid mm. every clearosil product that's yes. there and burn our skins and go through this whole process of then being very disappointed because it hasn't worked. Um, I then was actually working in a salon at the time. And so I went to my, my boss who'd had 20 years beauty experience and they recommended a whole range of the product that we were using at the time Mm. and that was for oily skin which did nothing um and then I went to the doctors finally I sort of gave up and and thought okay I need to go to the doctors and was put on a course of antibiotics which Mm -hmm. lo and behold fantastic skin yes for about Six weeks, and okay. then, when I came off of it, my skin went back to probably being even worse than it had before, mm, because, dear. as we all know now, antibiotics destroy your bacteria and your gut, and everything else it goes be even quite complex. Yeah. It, it threw my body even more out of balance, right. Um, so when I went back to the doctor, they wanted to put me on more antibiotics and, mm. and a stronger. And I just had a little moment where I thought, I just don't think I want to do that. Mm. And what I realised then was that I didn't actually understand what acne was. Even though I trained as a beauty therapist and I was doing sort of facials on people, I didn't actually understand the, the intricacies of what triggers acne, why we have it, what it means. So I basically went on a little bit of a mission to really educate myself on the whole process of acne, Um, not just, you know, like there's a red spot. It's like, why has all of these things happened? And in my journey to learn about my own skin condition, I learned more and more about skin as a whole and how what happens internally affects external. I got to a point where I was um, actually finding that I was getting more and more facial clients when I had been having more of the... More alternative therapy clients mm. because that's what I sort of was focusing on. Because people were just finding the information I was then be able to give them was so much more helpful than what anyone else had given them before.
1: And did lasers come into that then? Did not at that point.
2: Not at that point. At that point, I was still doing more hands-on treatments, and I was looking at. I was still taking a very holistic approach and a more traditional beauty. Facial thing, but using the the machines. I mean, I don't even know if you you remember the things like the high frequencies. Yes, I do. They made made your
1: fillings ache. I remember. Yes, (laughs) the galvanic currents and and radio frequency, all of that. So I was
2: kind of mixing those up a bit with products that I found with good advice, which Mm -hmm. helped my clients make better decisions with their products and Mm. things like that. So people were definitely getting results anyway. So I managed to build up a reputation for being a a good facialist and was sort of getting quite a lot of recognition for it. And I was working somewhere where they had a laser and they sort of said, do you want to come in and do the laser training? I went, no, (laughs) (laughs) why would I want to go in and look at this like horrible, like light techie thing when I've been you know doing what I've been doing and they were like look just go in and do the training it's like it's quite interesting and I said oh okay then so anyway I went in and I can probably hands down say that within 10 minutes my whole life changed really I was like oh my god this is this is where it's at so so what
1: was it doing that particular laser this
2: one it was treating veins and pigmentation and literally I was watching it a vein disappear on someone's nose in th- 3 seconds it like was like magic it it was and i was just bowled over and then i was also listening to the the trainer was talking to me about the technology itself and and how else it works and how it works in the skin and because i'm so like now science based and i was doing all this research previously everything she was saying made so much sense to me i was like okay i need to i need to learn how to master this area and how long ago was that that was about sixteen years ago.
1: So, has a lot changed in those sixteen years with lasers?
2: No, I think what has changed mainly, because I think people think the technology's massively changed. The technology has improved because it's become more precise. It's become more, uh, become faster, and because it's more precise and it's faster, it's more comfortable um so we have a lot more control over it but the actual core technology ha- you know there hasn't been a new laser developed for probably about 30 years so mm. it's just we're we're finding better ways of using the existing
1: technologies just finessing it
2: Exactly. It's a bit like, um, you know, if you imagine a microwave sort of in the 50s compared to a microwave now, you know, there's still microwaves, but the ones now are more powerful, quicker, Mm. you know, that kind of thing. So Mm. it's the same technology and it's the same with lasers. So, um, But the, the biggest thing for me that has changed is how we're using lasers. And obviously, when I went and worked in a clinic in Harley Street 16 years ago, I was very much following the protocol that everyone else had put in place because I needed to learn the art of lasers. Um, So for six years, I was very patient and I spent a lot of time just learning and double checking what I was doing. But there did get to a point where I realised that there was a big gap in the market where lasers were actually... um, weren't being used to their full potential, I don't think. They were being used for very specific concerns. But what I'd noticed with my own skin having laser treatments for my acne is my skin was becoming healthier and stronger rather than getting weaker, which as we age, this is what normally happens. And I was like, hang on a minute, there's something to this. So I started exploring how to use lasers in a slightly different way, actually in a much more holistic way, to not just target very specific concerns, but to actually improve the overall health of the skin. Mm. Um, And so it was 10 years ago that I got myself into a position where the the clinic I was working in, and I, I also asked around at other clinics, were not keen for me to do this different approach because it wasn't their approach. It was like, no, we just, you know, if you've got a vein, you treat a vein, you don't do this. The things so I started my own business so that I could utilize all of my previous knowledge of holistic therapies, all of my beauty training mm. and this laser training and actually combine it into a really complete yeah. skin treatment.
1: So talk us through how does a laser work on the skin?
2: So there are lots of different lasers and they all do have slightly different effects on the skin. But the actual basic, basic sort of concept is the light that comes out of a laser starts off the same as the light that comes out of a light bulb. Quite a powerful light bulb, but it's a light bulb. And the light flashes and it moves through a filter. So at the beginning, when the light flashes... Think of it as a whole rainbow. Mm-hmm. When the, the the light goes through the filter, at the other side, only one colour of the rainbow comes out. Oh, interesting. And each colour has something in the skin that it sees or is attracted to or that it will go to a certain depth within the skin and stimulate something. Mm-hmm. So some of them, as we will all know, with, through hair removal and pigmentation treatment, see melanin, which is the pigment in our skin. Some of them see hemoglobin so the red within the the veins and things like that others will always put their energy in a very precise depth within the skin where we know um, sebaceous glands are or where perhaps the main bulk of the collagen stimulating cells are so there, there are all different ways of looking at it and by having a so there isn't one laser that does it all
1: right You'd have different filters, if you like, that give you the different bits of the rainbow. Say you wanted to to target, would you target sebaceous glands for things like acne then?
2: Yes, exactly. And we can't um, stop sebaceous glands from working, but we can kind of shock them a little bit so that they reduce their production for a period of time really? so it's a management system it's there isn't a cure for unfortunately things like acne and rosacea in the same way there isn't a cure for something like eczema and psoriasis right, all, but you
1: can manage it
2: yes we can learn how mm. to re-educate the skin to work a little bit better and also strengthen the skin so mm-hmm. the skin is able to deal with the acne and the rosacea and what about
1: scarring i know so many people who are affected badly with things like acne scarring
2: scarring is definitely more tricky so it's not a case of you can just go in and have a couple of sessions and suddenly you're going to have perfect skin different types of scarring need different approaches Mm -hmm. very mild scarring we can normally get pretty good results with if the scarring is quite deep and pitted then we would need to take multiple approaches. So we would probably combine lasers with other things. um, Or like a chemical peel? Could be a bit of a chemical peel or um, perhaps even working with a dermatologist that could do something called subcision, where they actually use a tiny surgical needle to go underneath the scar and cut the bonds that draw the scar down. So wow. that the scar is able to lift up, then we use the laser to stimulate the collagen around and on the scar to help that to heal and recover. So is,
1: there are things that we can do then that that, that are practically helpful. Obviously, I mean the key thing is prevention, not cure. Try not yes. to get the scar. And I've I've I can't remember how many people I've put over the years onto antibiotics and they, you know, with you know bad teenage scarring just to get that sort yes. of initial shock in process because obviously you don't want skin to scar. It can be just the the, the lack yeah. of self esteem that can follow you through life with very badly pitted scarring on the face which you can't cover up you know you can't go around wearing a paper bag yeah
2: no I mean the 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 amount of people I come into me that are very emotionally mm. um, affected by their skin. So yeah. whether it is scarring or active acne or mm-hmm. rosacea and something like rosacea, it's not just the, the visible signs that people are self-conscious of. It's actually quite an uncomfortable condition. It's yeah. sore, it's itchy. it's You feel the flush, you feel the heat, you know it's happening. You get embarrassed because you know you're going red. You know, that there are so many um, psychological things um, you know, sort of things that come off of something yeah, that, it, sure. that is a physical thing. So it, it's trying to manage all of the the different situations. And how
1: would a laser help with rosacea then, which is completely different, obviously, from acne?
2: It is and it isn't, because they're both inflammatory skin conditions. Um, they both have a tie to things like bacteria and um, rosacea now, they're showing more and more that it, there is a link to little tiny mites that live in our
1: skin interesting he's come yeah. back to our microbes microbes in the gut and microbes on the skin as well
2: yeah there's lots of all of that kind of stuff going on um and apparently the ones that we have over here in europe are very different to the ones they have in asia and all that it's kind of stuff. so it's it? Yeah. it is really really fascinating um so the lasers can help because they will strengthen the skin making it less reactive mm-hmm. it has they can have a very healing anti-inflammatory effect which again helps to calm everything down mm. they have a anti like us say we can help to reduce some of the oiliness and rosacea skins tend to also be a, a little bit oily Yeah. Um, so it's a combination it isn't just one thing that we do and quite often with my clients i don't just do laser i will also be doing something like some light peels and i use peels that are anti-inflammatory and antibacterial now
1: that sounds very counter-cultural counterintuitive yeah. how can you have a chemical peel peeling your skin, that is anti-inflammation. How does that work?
2: Well, for instance, salicylic acid comes from the willow tree family and uh, aspirin comes from the willow tree. And aspirin is anti-inflammatory and it's used as a painkiller. So a lot of people don't see that there are a lot of things out there in nature that we automatically know are quite good for us. And when you say a chemical peel, people will go, gosh, battery acid. Yes. It, it It isn't. Glycolic <laughs> acid comes from sugar cane. You know, mandelic acid comes from almonds. Um, so lots of the acids that we use actually do come from a, quite a natural source.
1: And do they cause redness and, and literal peeling?
2: Some do. Some don't at all. Some of my clients leave and literally all they do is they look very, very fresh and healthy. Other people, um, you can have different strengths of peels and you can have different compositions of peels. So if you went for a medium to very strong peel, you will be very red and peely. If you go for the milder peels, you tend to get very little, very little. And is
1: there a benefit in having things like that early on? Or is this something that if we're interested, we should wait until we've got older, more lined skin? Well, I treat everyone. I mean, if you imagine things like acne, rosacea,
2: um, you know, that happens from some for some people the Mm -hmm. acne obviously from teenagers um young adults um and everyone sort of slightly ages at different times i mean i always take it away from i'm not a big fan of of sort of offering anti-aging treatments i offer treatments that are for skin health yeah. So if someone wants to keep their skin in really great condition, lasers and peels are a really good way to do it. You just need to stay on the milder side when mm-hmm. you're younger. And then potentially, as we get older, we could then start to dropping in a few of the slightly stronger treatments just to give us that extra boost. So there are lots of different reasons for having lasers and peels and things done, mm. not, the, not just the obvious ones. Yeah, and the
1: obvious ones perhaps we should just touch on here are things like pigmentation. Mm -hmm. so removing age spots which obviously we get if we've spent a lot of time in the sun or this time of year especially when the sun's Mm -hmm. out you know I know that you know I look at my hands and my arms and suddenly I see all these spots that have been activated by
0: by sunlight
1: even if I'm you know quite conscientious with my sunscreen are these things that can be permanently removed with lasers? Unfortunately
2: not all of them can be because the damage has actually been done to the DNA of the cells that make the pigment so those cells will always overproduce pigment when they're stimulated so (laughs) yes so again it's a management thing but if we make the rest of the skin really strong it does help to suppress the pigmentation. I quite often see my clients now that have been seeing me for quite a while and the pigmentation will always come up in the summer. They know yeah. that, I know that, but it fades much quicker Does than it than it used to do. It doesn't come up as quickly as it used to do. Um, so we know we are having a positive effect on the skin as a whole, mm. but the, the lasers and peels and products, they can't actually reverse that DNA damage because when you think about your cells, the, the way that our cells replicate themselves is actually by the old cell splitting in two so the dna damage that's done is carried on through the cells as they continue to split and regenerate so unfortunately it is a permanent thing but we can counteract some of those uses
1: yeah
0: hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best
1: friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
1: Now, obviously, when we are in the summer and we're talking about skin in the sun and moles and pigmentation, that kind of thing, skin cancer should never be far from our minds and watching out for the signs of unusual change and and darkening of, of, of moles. But I've heard that moles can or certainly is it solar keratosis can actually be improved with laser and perhaps even reduce our risk of skin cancer.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of studies being done now, especially in places like Australia. Which yeah. are obviously um, at the forefront of skin cancer sort of um, research. That um, by removing abnormal cells, so these are precancerous cells, um, you do actually reduce the risk of them then in the future becoming cancerous well, that so, makes sense
1: doesn't it if you remove them take them away mm-hmm. they're not there so how can they then develop yeah. into skin cancer and,
2: and once you remove them you allow the skin in that area to hopefully regenerate it back into a more normal way of behaving so it can do again it's something that perhaps people need to depending on how much sun damage they have sure. it's something you can have done maybe a couple of times a year and these are the treatments which are more what we call our resurfacing treatments so all the other lasers that i've sort of have been alluded sort of uh sort of talking about previously that type of technology doesn't break the surface of the skin the resurfacing lasers do but in a very very controlled way um and the results in terms of reducing things like solar keratosis and helping to improve sun damage and re- reducing fine lines and as, as we said the mm. acne scarring um We're able to do a lot more of that with these slightly more um, aggressive lasers.
1: But Mm. is that the difference between an ablative and a non-ablative? Yes. See, I've got the jargon. I've been reading up. I know. I
2: know. (laughs) Yeah, ablative means we are ablating away cells. Okay. Non-ablative means we do not remove any cells we just stimulate things
1: sort right of so an ablating laser would leave you with that redness possible a yes. little bit of scabbing over of the skin that you'd then have to wait while it re- renews itself underneath
2: yeah re- renews and repairs or we- what we're always trying to do is we're always trying to encourage the skin to regenerate mm-hmm.
1: better so what about things like scars can you help with lasers and scarring
2: yeah the lasers like surgical scarring
1: or yeah I mean I I,
2: I had a had a client even not that long ago um and she's sort of mixed race and she came into me and she'd fallen over and she had quite a bad um scar on her forehead which had obviously gone bright pink and white on her lovely sort of um, light brown skin and she was like oh my god and I said to her I'm not going to do anything immediately I said let's just see how it heals and we got to sort of about um, eight weeks after it had happened, and it was still very pink and quite white, actually. Mm. And I said, look, I'll do a little bit of the resurfacing laser on it. I said, I'm going to do quite a gentle one, though, because obviously with darker skins, we do have to be a little bit more cautious. Um, and we ended up doing two sessions on it, and it's like it's ninety percent improved, and Isn't she's amazing. like she's over the moon yeah, that we sure. were able to do that. But I I do people that have got obviously um cesarean section scars. Right. I do people that have got uh, stretch marks, that are a type of scarring. So can you help with stretch marks? Yes, you cannot get rid.
1: No, okay. it's not.
2: You're not going to have yeah. perfect <laughs> blemish free skin, yeah. but certainly it can reduce the appearance of. Lots of different scarrings and imperfections quite a lot. As long as you're mm. not expecting complete perfection at the end of it. If you're happy with a good reduction, then these these treatments are perfect.
1: Mm. Talking about reduction, what about things like tattoo removal? Can you do that with lasers?
2: Yes, you can. Um, that's probably the most um, unpleasant of all the treatments Is it? to have done. Almost so, as bad as
1: having a tattoo in the first place, maybe. Well, oh, worse than having a tattoo. No way, really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've yeah, never yeah. had one, but it's no, it no, sounds no. very Well, I've, I've
2: got, both, I've done both. I've okay. had, a, I've had a tattoo, and I'm I'm in the process of having it removed. Mm. And not particularly because I don't want it. It's just I'm training up some of my staff, and so you're
1: testing it on yourself. <laughs>
2: I was, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, you're going to have to test it, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not bothered either way, whether I have it or don't have it. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you might as well just do mine. And so why does it hurt so much? Um, because the only way to when the ink is put into the skin, your body sees it as a foreign body but the particles are too big for your, your your body to get rid of. So what they do is they encase the ink particles in like a collagen capsule so they kind of get locked away mm-hmm. and your body's protected from them. So the only way to get your body to remove the ink particles is basically heat them up to the point where they actually shatter. Mm, it
1: does it's not weird. sound great.
2: No. <laughs> so it's a very short, sharp, um intense pulse of heat that wow. is quite uncomfortable yeah um,
1: and what happens to the ink then does it is it just gets reabsorbed in the body
2: yeah some of it some of the particles will be small enough to then be removed and some mm. of them will still be too big so a, a normal professional tattoo like a black tattoo probably anything from six to twelve sessions <gasps> to remove it so you've got to go over the process quite a few times the first few sessions yeah. are always the worst because there's so much ink there. You absorb lots of energy.
1: I'd be worried about the ink too, where it's going and what it's doing in the body. It just goes...
2: I don't think the ink is toxic to the body. I think that's no. why they're able to use yeah. it in the first place. But, it, yeah, it will just get get passed out through the body. But it's... Um, so expensive
1: it's, and painful. So yes. be very, very sure if you want a tattoo is the I message. I would
2: absolutely say And can say you remove that,
1: it completely? I mean, what results um, do you get?
2: I've, in in my experience, probably... About 75% of tattoos, we can get perfect removal with really? perfect skin afterwards. Wow, that
1: is impressive.
2: 25% of them, um, there may be a little bit of textural change in the area. There might be also a bit of shadowing left because the ink might be too deep for the laser to get to. So you may look mm-hmm. like you've got a slight bruise in the area. So Does it matter
1: to... the longer the tattoo has been there? Does it make a difference? No,
2: not really. I think it, it's, once it's, it's there. It's... Yeah. Once what it's... about
1: these sort of white tattoos or so called sort of semi permanent tattoos?
2: Um... Each type of ink needs to be tested before we do a full treatment because right. some um, inks, especially white inks, actually have a little bit of metal in them.
1: Oh, dear.
2: And when you hit them with the laser beam, instead of shattering and breaking down, they can actually carbonise. So,
1: there so are, they'd then go dark? They'd go dark mm. and then they'd be permanent because they're not oh, ink no. anymore. So. Okay, this is a very salutary lesson for anybody thinking about having a tattoo. I hope my children are listening.
2: Yes, (laughs) and when you're thinking of having it removed, you just need to go to someone experienced. Yeah, sure. The, The biggest thing with any of these treatments is the more experienced someone is the more they've seen the mm. more knowledge they have mm-hmm. you know they're able to look at look at things with a really clear kind of okay i've seen lots of people that have that skin color or that type of ink or this type yeah. of pigmentation because again pigmentation you know there there mm. are so many different types of pigmentation and if you treat the wrong type of pigmentation with the wrong treatment you can make it worse nice. so you have to be able to go through all these stages of when you get it right, it can be incredible. Lasers are such a fabulous tool for really what I see, and it, it sounds very counterintuitive because we're talking about like a laser, which sounds all space-age, but it's it's a very natural way
1: of rejuvenating the skin. Well, it's working with light, isn't it? Obviously extreme yeah, light. To trigger your own responses. Your own body responds to yeah. it. So let's talk about sort of more generally you know, creating that youthful, natural glow. So the laser is then, it's working, so it's non-ablative, so there's no sort of visible sign of anything happening on the skin. How far down does it go and what's it doing when it's in the skin? The laser won't go any deeper
2: than the the, the, the bottom layer of the skin, so it, doesn't so, the pen, is... so it doesn't penetrate into the subcutaneous layer. And that's the deepest penetrating lasers, but most of them actually only work on the very upper layers of the mm-hmm. skin. And the way that I get a healthy looking skin is I literally use probably two to three, sometimes even four different laser technologies in each treatment that I do. So I'll use one laser that really picks up on redness because I wanted to reduce, reduce overall redness in the skin because redness can also make you look very um blotchy and discoloured and, you know, you, it, it's a
1: sort of uneven skin it's an tone. uneven yeah. yeah
2: so you want to reduce the unevenness then i will do something that does pick up on um, more discoloration type um, issues so pigmentation sunspots that kind of thing and then i tend to use the deepest penetrating laser which basically heats up and stimulates the the area where all the new cells are made so it gives that whole area a real boost and when we heat those cells up your body almost kind of goes oh what's going on there we need to go and investigate we need to support something's happening and it actually sends more blood circulation to the area which brings with it more nutrients and more oxygen so you get a massive boost of nutrients from the inside to that area to feed all this new activity um and then the the cells themselves are in, a, you know, they're a bit active. They're very happy and sort of having a bit of a party. So they'll start <laughs> making making more and more cells and more collagen. Because so I think a lot of people think, oh, aren't you, is your collagen going to run out? Well, you make collagen until the day you die. You just make it more and more slowly yes. as we get older. So we're able to kind of stimulate your skin enough that you actually produce really good levels of collagen,
1: it's a fresh new um, collagen. And what I was really intrigued by when I when I came to see you for a treatment is you work inside the mouth. So you're stimulating yeah. from within. That's an extraordinary thing. Yes. How, how long have you been doing that?
2: Um gosh, I've I've probably been doing that for about 3 years. And that's a very specific type of technology with the treatment and what we're actually doing is we're trying to tighten tighten the inside of the cheek and as the skin there tightens up obviously gives you a little bit more of a lift and um, yeah. and things no, it's very so, glowy
1: afterwards it's very yes happy.
2: <laughs> well that's it we want to stimulate as many areas of the skin as possible mm. to trigger everything to work better yeah. so rather than trying to aggressively attack one issue within the skin we're we're taking a more gentle overall approach to stimulate lots of areas and actually then they all bolster each other up and the overall effect is is a much more natural looking result but also a much safer result because we're not being aggressive
1: no you're not just resorting to any kind of injectables or fillers or anything like that Mm. what's to stop me from going online and buying a laser display pen and rubbing it over my face what would that do (laughs)
2: um the the at-home Products. I'm,
1: I mean, I, I was kind of joking by the way. I mean, yes. because I, I was thinking about those sort of laser display pens, but you can get lasers for home, can you?
2: Oh, yes, 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 you can get. Oh, yeah, I mean, every laser has to be a certain wavelength. So those display pens probably wouldn't do much for your skin, but could quite badly damage your eye. Right. So, strangely yeah, so, enough. of course. So, so
1: be careful. It, it, it do not do that.
2: Yes, do not do that. But at home devices, um, it's quite an interesting one for me because I. They're never going to be as strong as what you can get in a clinic. Mm. Um, And I'm definitely not against them. But what I say to everyone that that buys a device is that if you don't use it, it's not going to work. And not many people will consistently spend half an hour, three or four times a week, rubbing a device over their skin. And if you know you're not going to do it don't invest in a piece of equipment but if you think you will and you're quite committed to doing that then they certainly can have a positive effect on the skin it's not going to be as dramatic as a as a professional treatment but it's certainly going to give your skin a bit of a boost
1: is that the same as as light using you know you see all these gadgets now and these facials like infrared facials using red light or blue light or white light are they in a in a sense a form of laser or is that a completely different thing
2: they they are
1: different but they are
2: obviously it's a light technology so the the led light um technology which we sort of also call photodynamic therapy or pdt um was actually discovered by nasa and it started off they were using this particular wavelength of light which is a, a red light to um grow plants in space And they started doing other studies with it and realized that it actually stimulated cellular renewal and was very, very, very potent with wound healing, really helped to stimulate wound healing. And part of regenerating our skin um, and making our skin healthier is this wound healing response where we actually regenerate and things. So that has been sort of taken from the medical sphere Mm. And brought into a this can make our skin healthier and so would you use red light? yeah, we have red light in our clinic, and i would I would happily use it at home. it's very safe. Yes. Like it's it's pretty very, very difficult to go wrong with it. Um,
1: it's not going to burn you?
2: No, it can't burn. And there, there are lots of them out there now. There's mask versions, there's handheld little devices you can move around the face, mm. all of that kind of thing. But definitely, I think if you think about the fact that it's so difficult to get ingredients into the skin, and we're getting better at it now because we have liposomes and we have um, drones and all of these new little delivery systems. Drones? Drones are the newest liposomes, the new the new version of liposomes. Really? They
1: fly ingredients into your skin? The, they microscopic, doing... presumably.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and apparently the new drones themselves are good for the skin. So as they go in, they're actually nourishing the skin while they deposit the actives into it and stuff. So there's lots of incredible Fascinating. stuff. Do you think there? we're going to
1: end up in a stage where nobody ever ages, that we've just got all this technology going? Um, or looks as if they're aging.
2: I definitely think we're all going to age better. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I think and, we... and
1: sort out skin issues. I mean, for me, so much of it is, as you too is about skin health. Yes, and and you know certainly things that can be so debilitating and so depressing like acne and rosacea. Mm. What about things like psoriasis and eczema? Would they be helped with lasers? Um,
2: they can have benefits from lasers.
1: It's a little bit more of a precise
2: thing, um, so it's not something I treat myself in my clinic so i think it's slightly more of a medical yeah a medical thing but certainly if i've had a client that has um eczema or psoriasis on their face and i'm doing a general skin treatment on them they they do respond quite well to it and it definitely doesn't make it worse right. and in, and in quite good. a lot of cases it will improve it because it has that strengthening effect and that anti-inflammatory yeah.
1: effect and very things. interesting you talk about the face but of course presumably you can use lasers on other parts of the body skin is skin
2: i think yeah. a lot of okay we, anyway you've got skin we we always sort of seem seem to think oh that's a different thing but it it's still skin i mean there are some very subtle differences maybe how many pores there are and hair follicles and a few bits and pieces so we, we will adjust our treatments ever so slightly to suit individual backs of
1: hands for example because they're areas that age so quickly don't they yeah
2: very very popular chest areas we do a lot of and it's quite strange because a lot of people think the face is very sensitive there was oh my face is so delicate your neck and chest is a lot more sensitive than your face is it people sort of don't really realize that so we have to be more gentle um i treat a lot of things like back acne um Mm. and again on some backs because of the acne there'll be some scarring so we can do things there i treat pigmentation on legs arms hands chests um veins obviously again legs faces so yeah you can you can treat pretty much anything everywhere but you just have to like say if someone is experienced they will be able to just slightly tweak it to suit to suit each area
1: fantastic debbie you are so brilliant to chat to thank you so much it's been really enlightening can i say that as a pun
2: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) i'll take it
1: (laughs) thank you so much and that is sadly all we have time for today but as always you will find details of the resources and the links that we've mentioned in today's show over on lizardwellbeing.com, where you can sign up for the free newsletter for lots of skincare tips health and beauty advice as well as lots more well-being wisdom now don't forget hit the subscribe button on your podcast app this will ensure that the next episode is downloaded safely without you even having to remember so until the next time we chat go well bye bye